The story that came out last week, and I'm not surprised, and I'm just wondering where it might go, and I have some questions about it, so we reached out to uh, Ari Goldkind, our our legal commentator, for some insight. Basically, it's Paul Bernardo. Uh, His transfer to a medium security prison earlier this year sparked national outrage, right? You remember that. Uh, Had politicians of every stripe demanding answers on to, you know, how did that happen? How did that come about? How did you think moving Paul Bernardo out of maximum security was something that wouldn't cause problems for Canadians? But they're not the only ones, not just politicians. The families of Bernardo's victims are demanding answers too. Uh, The families of Kristen French and Leslie Mahaffey are seeking access to Bernardo's complete prison file and all his previous attempts to get parole. They say they're worried he may end up getting early release if the facts don't become known. So let's chat with Ari now and find out um, how unusual this is. Ari, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate your time, sir. Always good to talk to you. Okay, first of all, um, help me out. The, the family says they're worried Bernardo might get out at a future hearing. That's not happening, right? Paul Bernardo is not coming out of jail uh, any way other than a box, right? Well, one could hope, but um, that would be the best way for him to come out, and hopefully the box is very cold and maggot infested, but I digress. If you would have asked me this, I would say a year or two ago before he was moved to medium security, I would have said he has as much chance of getting out as you and I flying to the moon together on a date. Yeah. And I don't think you and I are flying to the moon together on a date, okay? Well, I'm not saying no, but it would be hard to do. No, I mean, I'd enjoy it, but you get what I'm saying. So the point is, um, that changes that calculus where we go from 0% chance to once they move him to medium security. And here's the reason I say it. Because they now say he can play well with others in a medium security institution, which I have real trouble with because he would still be public enemy number one in a jail despite the passage of time. So if you said to me, if it was 0% before, what would I say it is now? 0.5 to 1%. But I I am somebody who very openly is not a fan of the parole board. I do not think they prioritize public safety 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Perhaps they espouse it. But in a normal universe, these hearings, which are god-awful for the French and the Happy families, and the real issue here is Bernardo's privacy, with the word privacy in air quotes. Picture me on radio doing air quotes around the the word privacy. That's really where I think this issue becomes hideous. Not necessarily whether he will or will not get out. Yeah. But just how completely non-transparent this process is, because one judge comes along and says, well, this isn't like a trial where there should be an open court. It's just an adjudicative uh, tribunal, so there should be all this privacy. And the question I would fire back at, and hopefully the Supreme Court answers in a non-eye-rolling way, is, wait a minute. If you're considering releasing Canada's most biggest piece of scum rapist, and child killer to the community, how does that not demand the very kind of openness, transparency, and public understanding of how the sausage is made more than some drunk driving or theft under trial in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? No offense to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, by the way. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm with you 100%. I think you can throw out all the rules when it comes to Paul Bernardo, and I'm not going to say, hey, wait a minute, what about his rights? I'm with you. Do what you need to do. But legally speaking, the the, the, the argument from the lawyer representing the families here is, listen, we want the parole hearing evidence or, you know, the the report on that. We want, because this is all just part of the larger public domain sphere of, you know, 
his court case, his sentencing. There's no reason there should be privacy around this. Now, is that true? Is that typically how these kind of parole hearings go? Yeah, so let's back up one step, though. You can delete the name Paul Bernardo for just a moment, and you can desensationalize this, okay? The position of the correction services is that you can kill 417 people, you can try and blow up via rail tracks, you can be a terrorist in downtown Montreal. Your privacy is always going to outweigh, no matter what, the public's right to know whether or not you should be released back to the public. The very idea that an inmate, who, by the way, we're paying for, because we don't have the death penalty in this case, the idea that in certain circumstances, it doesn't have to be all, Shane, it doesn't have to be all, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if on a case-by-case analysis, for the public to have confidence in the administration of the parole system, that somebody's participation in class or what they're saying to their parole officer isn't cloaked in this all-encompassing spread catch-up all over it, it applies to everything privacy, is such lunacy that I cannot even begin to explain it to you in the time we have. Now, if Paul Bernardo or anybody else, John Doe, was in some very serious counseling class and very seriously said, look, I was dropped on my head as a mother, uh, as a child by my mother, and I'm only going to talk about it if I know I have secrecy. Okay, let that piece of information be excised or held to the side. But the idea that every year or two, the Bernardo families or any other family of any mass murderer or rapist gets to sit through these hearings, but doesn't get to understand what the records that everybody's talking about are actually, and I'll give you one quick thing, Shay. Mm -hmm. Even if somebody said to me, well, it doesn't necessarily have to go to the public, release it to the lawyer for the victims. That would even be a start for me. I don't care that it goes on TMZ. Yeah, yeah. But the idea that it's not released even to the family of the people he butchered, that's just not a country that makes any sense to me. So do they have the law on their sides? Will they be successful here, Ari? Do no. you think they'll get the access? I don't, because hmm. the federal court and a lower court have all said, and again, this is the country I live in, Shay. Yeah. I'm not in charge of anything as much as I would like to be. That, you know, lunacy prevails, and nobody will make the case for me, absent extraordinary circumstances, where it's like, you know, if you go to the doctor and you go to a proctologist, that might not be something that you'd want read the same as going to somebody who checks your heart, okay? But it doesn't mean that your heart results shouldn't be shown if you're embarrassed about the other end of you. The, the analogy here, which I'm hoping people get, is you cannot sell me that there should be a blanket belief in this country that if you do what you do and violate your right to breathe our air, that when you try and get back into our air, you get to use your very crimes, i.e. your punishment, your being in corrections, to say, now that I want to come back to Shay's world, everything is a secret. And by the way, public, just trust the two or three parole members and don't worry about how the sausage is made. That's insane to me. Yeah, but this has been going on a long time, Ari. I mean, this has been... And, and by the way, it'll go on longer because the Supreme Court will take their time. They're much more likely than people think to follow the lower court, which called it a total invasion of privacy to have anybody know these correctional records. I'm sorry. Is there nothing that a person can do 
in this country to deprive themselves of the same right you and your listeners have? Is there no line in the sand? I don't get it. I mean, if we got the dangerous offender status, which we do and which Bernardo's gotten, which is why he's in jail indefinitely, can we not write in a clause like that and say, hey, listen, all the rules that apply, we're suspending them. That's what this clause does. So we're going to extend it even further. I mean, what's the problem? Uh I agree with that, or I would do it the other way, Shay, which ties into the subject of our segment, which is, look, if you're a dangerous offender and serving life in jail, by the way, and serving life in jail, remember, yeah, yeah. if you want to apply for parole every year or two as you're statutorily allowed to do, which we don't have time to get into that conversation, if you do want to come back to the public, you have to agree to waive the privacy in those records so that the public can have confidence that the parole system is working accurately. If you're not prepared to do that, go pound salt. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Okay, Ari, as always, thank you so much for breaking it down for us. I really appreciate it.